0: But they should be a two-way street, and it shouldn't yes. be because of obligation or guilt or the fact that you just happen to be very extroverted and run yourself out <laughs> of steam at the end of the day. Right. Um, but I think just making sure I'm continuing to lean into those friendships that do um, like provide for me emotionally and right. relationally. And obviously, again, like maintain welcomeness, maintain kindness to other people, but not feel like I have to be everyone's close friend. Hi. Welcome to Well Said Red with Lillian Depp. We're two redheads bringing our chats to headphones near you. Talk soon.
1: All right, Lily, how's it going today? Hi, Dev, how are you? (laughs) Every time we get on this, and now that we're, like, not in the same room together, I truly feel like an announcer. Like, I should be, like, (laughs) yelling out stats or, like... Like your
0: sports commentator voice. I
1: I do feel like a sports commentator, and I have zero sports commentator voice at
0: all. (laughs) So, um...
1: That's going really well for me. <laughs> Incredible. I love it. <laughs> um,
0: but uh
1: today we just have a really quick one. Um, something that's been on our hearts and minds. So we're just gonna get right into it. Um, spring cleaning. And
0: what was that? Oh, I was what making was- my uh, uh my sports noise that Oh, well, the, they can't see you, Lily. Oh. No. Well, I hope, I hope you felt it. I hope you felt my enthusiasm. Was, she was doing like the clapper, like yippie kaye vibes on I her am side. a college basketball mascot in my former life, obviously.
1: Is. <laughs> Lily is very sporty. I'm learning this about her actually after the fact that we're friends. And it's truly... It's just giving me a lot of joy because I, I think in my heart of hearts, I would like to be a sporty person and I think (laughs) Lily's bringing it out of me. Thank God. I went to a hockey game not that long ago. I saw, I was so proud. Thank you. And truly what a vibe, what an actual (laughs) vibe. And then I went to trivia the next night and literally the entire trivia was about hockey teams. So I felt like kind of doubly punched because I didn't pay a lot of attention to the hockey teams, but I had a great time. So, and that's what it's all about, ultimately. That is what it's all about. I do feel like you get to watch more action than like at a baseball game or a hockey game. Oh, totally,
0: it's very that's
1: fair. And Mm -hmm. avid fans, even if they're losing so hard, avid fans, (laughs) which I appreciate. Um, But (laughs) enough of that tangent. Um, We are talking about spring cleaning today, um, but not in the traditional sense, Um, although probably a lot of us are going to go through the you know clean the house deep clean get rid of stuff it feels so good um but spring is on the horizon and so is like you know the summer we're we're thinking like in terms of the year how are we doing how are we checking mm-hmm. in with ourselves almost kind of a follow up to almost like a resolutions conversation totally. i think um but we are end talking of q1 end of q1 so What are three healthy habits that we are ushering into this year or into this season or into just like this next chapter of our lives? That's kind of what we're going to be exploring today, along with um, three habits, three exercises, three things that maybe like haven't been as helpful for us that we're Mm -hmm. wanting to leave behind or not encourage as much in our lives, um, however you want to take it. But those are the those are the things that we're going to be discussing. So. Lil, I'm just gonna jump right in because now I Let's feel do like I've got like my pastor vibe on, and I'm like, <laughs> "All right, here's our three talking points for the day. Don't worry, I will cue you in for the last talking point so you can wake up." Here um, are the sermon notes. <laughs> here's the sermon notes. Can you tell we grew up in church, folks? Honestly. Um, <laughs> but Lily, what is your first healthy habit uh, that you are bringing into this year or into this next chapter of your life?
0: Totally. So I'm gonna I'm gonna ease us into it. In the fact it. that it is also like a practical thing that all Maybe of you can do. Um, in the fact of like a good closet clean out. Mm-hmm. And I do this probably twice a year. Again, like warm clothes, cold clothes, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the sense where I started doing this the other day and I really found myself in kind of a new mindset around a closet clean out. Again, something I have done for at least once a year for the last six, seven years at this point, um, was in the fact of it wasn't really, oh, could I wear it? Or even like, do I wear it? But does this fit right? And does it make me feel good? Mm. Because there are some things that like, I have been wearing recently because it's like oh well this pair of jeans is from this like good company and there's no reason right. I shouldn't like it but honestly like it does not fit correctly and it makes me feel like really just gross but I spent money on it like kind right. of recently honestly or it was gifted to me kind of recently and there's like no reason so I should keep it and I have been wearing it and I just like I, I hate it every time that I wear it um and so I've been very much so like okay Will I will I slash do I wear it? Will I wear it? Um, and does it fit correctly? And again, mm. like I am, we've talked so many times on this podcast about how like I'm a donation girl, I am a secondhand shopper. Love um them. but like I and I think sometimes like that frugality mindset or um like the sustainability mindset, two different things to clarify. Um, but for me, oftentimes the frugality mindset kind of takes over as far as like, well, you spent money on this, like, and if you get rid of this, even though yeah, you hate it when you wear it. But you're going to have to wear something else, so you're probably going to have to buy something else. And I think I'm just at a very different stage of my life now Mm -hmm. than I was five years ago or when I first moved to the city where it's like, okay, yeah, you are going to have to spend money on this, but it's going to be okay. Like, I'm no longer, thank God, in the stage of my life where it's like, well, if you get rid of that pair of pants, you're going to go without one of these pair of pants. (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? Like, that was kind of the point. Like we were there for a bit, and it was very much totally. so. It's like this—that's the option. So you're just going to wear what you don't like, or you or it doesn't fit correctly because that's what you have. Um, whereas now, I think it's kind of breaking that frugality mindset of like everything right. in this closet needs to fit correctly, yeah. um, and it needs to feel and it needs to feel good. And I'm like very colorful mm-hmm. and expressive with my style. But I think some of those things where it's like. You know what, we have to get this that fits. We have to know where our body is at. Um, yep. And so that that closet clean out, like, but with that mindset is very particular to this year. Devin, what is your first thing that you want to add, um, add in or adjust this spring?
1: Yeah. Um, well, first of all, to say I think that's a great point. Um, I think a lot of women kind of when they start to age a little bit things just start to spit differently and like mm-hmm. quite frankly that t-shirt from like high school you just like don't need it in your closet anymore you can you can let it go it's fine um if we still have those i don't know i have like yeah. one <laughs> but um and it does make the rounds every now and then and it has like multiple holes in it but um all that to say i think that's a great point and i think that is something that i would love to adopt as well i think that's a great um, season change kind of like mindset to get into. Um, the first one that I am going to bring up is actually, um, probably goes into like just getting older. I'm turning 30 this year. I'm excited about it, but I'm also a little like, wow, I think I need to like, maybe, think through some things on how I want like the longevity of my life to look. And I think in your Mm -hmm. twenties, you can feel really invincible to pretty much everything. And now that like I, I exercise.
0: So like now things
1: start to hurt
0: more than they used to when I exercise or like when I tell you my left hip during row the other day, I was doing mountain climbers and my left hip flexor just catches when I bring my, um, leg in and I'm like, that what is happening is going oh i was so oh, upset yeah. and i like would be like i gotta i gotta stretch this thing out like i want oh pressure. yeah like, why is my hip catching
1: right well my hamstring has been bad all the for the last three days and i'm like what did i do i did try the peloton for the first time so i'm kind of uh, blaming that yeah but it was fun and I, I only did 20 minutes okay you guys i barely made that so um we'll see we'll see if i continue uh but cody did give me life so i appreciate him
0: oh and i um, thank you for cody rigsby
1: anything for him. Uh, He's always giving us TikTok sounds. Thank God. Um, But something, something that has to do with that is just kind of like, basically I want to improve my mind and I want to know like how I can retain my memory. I want to know how I can exercise my mind in different ways. I'm on the computer a lot. I'm looking at my phone a lot. There are creative ways to utilize my phone with like you know doing tiktoks or reels or getting inspired by things but i i want to try to like actually exercise my mind in like a more learning opportunity um mm-hmm. that isn't to do with work so i want to play brain games i finally just did my first wordle today you guys i had been resisting for a while and now i'm a wordle <laughs> i'm a wordle girl um but even just like memory games just things that can kind of spark me um i have also joined like a trivia weekly which is exciting Love it. And guys, we got thirtieth out of forty-five teams for you know our first try. You know what? That's try. not bad. I think we did really well. Um, so I'm, and that was only like four of us playing. There was up to six could do it. So I feel great. I'm I'm going into this week feeling strong. It's tomorrow. I can't wait. Um, but all that to say. I think that just just being able to use my mind a little more in different ways or doing, like, more active things. Like, I do want to get back into writing. I feel like that's a muscle, like, creative writing that I just haven't Mm -hmm. exercised in a while. Um, So just doing things that I think can longevity help my brain stay active, stay alert, stay fresh. Um, So, yeah, that's something that I'm going to be bringing into Uh, Uh, this season and ushering it in hopefully for the rest of my life we're not perfect but i'm gonna do my best
0: (laughs) should we should we play scrabble or like words with friends or something against (gasps) one another oh i would love that let's do i I haven't done it in a minute idea like this like word game or you know like the mind yeah Okay, but I great, think it's done. true. I think I mean like active readers or I I'm curious mm-hmm. what science cuz we're the first generation to like have all the social media, so right? Or like to grow much. up with it from such a young yeah. age. Oh, yeah. And while we are creative and witty and, like, we're quick on the draw, I do wonder what mm-hmm. that amount of consumption will do to us, like, long-term. Oh, totally.
1: I had a professor a, a in scary, college.
0: Scary, scary data coming out. Right. Sure. Oh,
1: for sure. It's only going to get worse. But I had a professor in college who we read um, The Giver. Uh, book and he was so he impressed upon us so much the power of memory Mm -hmm. Um, and there was another book that we read it was like the time clock or something but the power of memory and like how that influences like almost everything you do in your life, mm-hmm. um, and how it can resonate with so many emotions. So I really, I've, I've had this thing in my brain for a long time. Like I need to sharpen my memory. I need to understand yeah. and know more. And there's only so much that reading can do. And quite frankly, I read for fun. I don't read for like education. Yeah. Um, I passed that. I was, I did that for a while and now I'm past <laughs> it. I've moved on it. Maybe I'll come back around, but I think that maybe Wordle might be our savior I or maybe you know words with friends i haven't done that in a minute so something like
0: that something, something like wordy
1: that. exactly
0: but what's your next one my second one is what do i want to learn that will help me progress and so i think and with the context of this i think a lot of people say i want to do this i want to do that and it drives me insane when it's mm-hmm. something that's achievable that mm-hmm. that's within their grasp and they don't do it now mm-hmm. I've had friends get annoyed with me because they're like, for the love, I was just talking. And here's the deal. If you if you were to tell me, Devin, I would love to go to Antarctica one day, I'd be like, cool. And I do I'd want let to it do that. And I'd let it go. Oh, excellent. But if you told me, if you mentioned it, like yes. every two weeks, like a, a time Ooh, where it was frequent yeah. enough, I would be like, well, then for the love, what's stopping you? Let's do make it. it happen. Let's go. We've talked mm-hmm. previously about how we are problem solvers. And we're like, yes. okay get you there like how do we do it and so i think a lot of people do that in the education aspect as well especially when you don't have to be in school anymore um and two things that i would like to do okay is one i want to go from working at row house as a front desk, just, you know, helper to coaching. That's the sustainable option for me. Front desk is very temporary. Um, whereas coaching row is something that could be more long-term as this, you know, additional income for me and something where I've, I've coached previously and I've loved it. Um, and so I really want to like kind of hone in on that because again, supplemental income and some things where I'm like, this is enjoyable for me. And then I also would like to get my nutrition certification. Um, if I had Love all the it. time and money in the world, I would get my RD. That would require me to not be in school, or to not work for two years and be a full-time student. And that is just like not feasible to my life. Um, and ultimately, I don't need it to do what I want to do. I'm not trying to diagnose people over here. I don't need to be in a clinic. I do want to help people with meal planning and creating menus yeah. and creating like healthy mindsets around food, which mm-hmm. you need a nutrition cert for. You do not need the chemical engineering component sure. of um what an apple is made of ultimately. Right. And so those two things, obviously like those are education-minded things, but they go towards like passions and goals of mine. Um, mm-hmm. And so I'm looking at kind of, okay, what is the trajectory of this? How do we make this happen? Um, yeah. And again, those are two things that will help me later or throughout my other years of life as well. Right. Totally.
1: Totally. No, yeah. I love that. I think that that's something that like, I think, Cultivating your passions now so that way, and knowing that you have time to get to them and doing what you can in the meantime is such a great way, I think, to approach like this next season, because I think there is like, there's more flexibility than ever before with work. There's more opportunities, I think, to learn online, to learn new things. And I think part of that is just like, Hey, take the opportunities, you know, and I love having a friend in you because you are a very accountable person. So I think a lot of people benefit from you actually saying you're going to do something and then seeing you do it and accomplish it is so impactful for them. Um, Hate that I say the said the word impactful. My English professor <laughs> would kill me, but um uh, whatever. You know, it is what it is. Sorry, guys. <laughs> what's your what's your second one? My second one is um I would like to honestly, I would like to have more intentionality around um conversations and not getting distracted uh with my phone. Because Mm -hmm. I think a lot of the times working from home, Isaac and I both work from home. We're both sitting across the table from each other. And it's really easy to just like be thinking of something and want to say it out loud. But the other person is in the middle of an email or they're like doing something on their phone. And I think even just in talking and walking and like being around each other so much, I really do want to be more intentional about like when I can put my phone down and have that direct eye contact. As weird as it sounds, my uh, sweet puppy likes to stare at me a lot (laughs) and it's really exercising me to just like give her eye contact. Cause I'm like, she's learning from me. She looks like looks up to me as like somebody in charge. So I need to give her eye contact. Um, and it's challenging (laughs) me to give other people eye contact and not just look down on my phone automatically. Um, Or like being present in movies or things like that. Like when, you know, more movies are not in theaters and like just sitting on the couch can be really rejuvenating for me and just letting my phone go and do its thing and I can come back to it, you know. Totally. Um, That is something that I think is a very easy and practical one that I can continue forward with.
0: Absolutely. No, I love that. And ultimately – I feel like every year, every friend, they're like, I want to be on my phone less. Like we've said that yes. how many years in a row now? Oh, God. Uh, it's so, so much many. harder um, than it should be. But my third one mm-hmm. is within the finances sphere. And just as Dev and I were talking before this, we were both realized that like summertime and fall are so hectic. Like so once crazy. I hit May, I am in a Done. dead sprint to the end oh, of the yeah. year. My um, entire May is booked. Oh, Andrew. and I mean, this year it starts in April for me. Yeah, I too. I'm just like, oh, what the heck? Because <laughs> usually I have April. Usually I kind yeah. of like ease into it. No, this year, you're done. I'm I'm gone. Three it's out of the five weekends Let's... in April. Like I'm out of the state, and I was like, and you're two of, of those country. weekends I'm in different countries. Exactly. I love it. I love um, it. and so it's just kind of wild. And so I'm kind of really looking at this for the next like. Couple weeks. I mean, this will come out in April when my life is already chaotic. But seeing like, okay, Send a again, prayer. like <laughs> let's get let's get some like grounding of like where we're yeah. going, and maybe it's an age thing, but like not just for the rest of the year, which is what I usually do, but for um for long term habits, shall we say, or long term goals, and one of those is finances for me. Um, I've just been thinking a lot recently about how I don't often hear single women talk about financial goals whether that's buying homes or new cars or like i'd like to save x amount like it's not really at least amongst my friends it has financial goals have not been discussed yes, until right. they have been married and then you hear friends talk about how they'd like to own homes and you know you save for children xyz um and and nothing is stopping you as a single person to like make financial mm-hmm. goals of your own and i've been very much like okay well what do I want to, like, how do I want to be smart with my money? Not just this year so that I can do all the fun things that I want to do, but do you want to be a renter forever? Like, what does that look like? Also, you live in New York city. So is that a crazy idea? How can we make this work? Um, And so I think just like assessing finances in that way and kind of totally just like, I mean, I guess like believing in the future in that way with my finances, um, which Mm. again is like a different stage of my life that I'm in than I was five years ago, but something where I'm definitely like, okay, we can like, Kind of like a health and wealth. I feel like it's in my yes. general, um, like game plan. And again, it's like not just toward the end of the year, but it's a good time this spring to like, okay, you know, you're gonna be running around like a chick with your head cut off for the yep. next nine months, probably. Like you've got mm-hmm. crazy things going on, and that's how you live your mm-hmm. life, and you love it. But how can we kind of ground you so that you are still like ac- making goals and accomplishing them I five years from now, ultimately?
1: Yeah. No, I love that, and I think I I know people are maybe kind of triggered by this word, but I like love the idea of a wealth mindset. And I think that comes with just like a generational, like a generational wealth. It's not just for you, you're impacting other people in your life with the wealth that you're stewarding for yourself. And that, you know, like if you're a believer, like that's something that like, I think the Lord really trusts um, and trusts people with as well. So Mm -hmm. I think that that's so valid and something that obviously Isaac and I have had conversations about, but I think what you're bringing to the table as like a single person actually wanting to have conversations with other single people about the finances, and how to like, honestly gather knowledge around that and figure out, okay, like what does everyone know? And can we like collaborate on this? Um, or how can we, you know, jointly understand what's happening and use each other's collective knowledge here. I think that's such a, um, great thing to be thinking about quite frankly, and something that
0: we all need to be thinking about more than we do, you know? Right. It's an interesting conversation. I've never had like a wealth mindset. And then this last year I've definitely, the Lord has been like, well, like I provide in abundance. Like why? Like why wouldn't you hope in these certain ways? I'm like, hmm. I love that. You make an excellent
1: point. Good point. <laughs> uh, I hear <laughs> yeah. you. I hear you loud and clear.
0: I yeah. love it. <laughs> and oh round us out. What's your last one?
1: All right. So my last healthy habit is actually one that um, – I wasn't initially thinking about, but something that came to mind when Lily and I were chatting, whereas um, experimenting with food a little bit more than um, I have in the past. I have been um, pretty much like yeast and gluten free and um, cow dairy free uh, since 2019 um, when I took a test and it said, hey, your body doesn't like these things, um, which was a bummer. <laughs> Um, but it's been really helpful and really fruitful for me, honestly, to encourage me to like make more recipes and experiment with more foods. Um, and so I think kind of going along with that now that I've kind of gotten like, a good sense. Cause it's, it's taken a while to get like out of your brain. Like I can't eat that, or I shouldn't totally. have that. It will hurt my stomach. And even then you sometimes are like, but will it, but will it? And then it does. And you're like, okay, that was fun. Um, yeah. and I think just being more aware of my body and what impacts it, I want to be more, I don't know, like free to experiment with the food that I'm eating and knowing the things that are good for me, no matter what. Mm -hmm. Um, and also being free, I think to like try different things than I have before. Cause I think I've gotten really comfortable in the recipes that I go to and the bloggers I follow, but even experimenting and like, Oh, that isn't totally gluten-free or dairy-free, but how could I make it that, you know, for me or like, Cause I think once you have the knowledge of like what bases and what things go together, like uh. it becomes a lot easier. Baking is still territory. Like I have a very hard time like mm, figuring tricky. out. It's very tricky because it's very scientific. Um, however, with like general meal planning or general meals, I can usually substitute. And I've gotten a little I've gotten a little crazy and substituted things with certain bloggers and it's worked out well. So I kind of want to be able to like grant myself some freedom to do that um yeah. in this year and get kind of re excited by food um because. Mm. I think there were, you know, when you find new recipes that you really love, you want to make them all the time, but then they kind of get old and boring and you're like, I guess this isn't exciting for me anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, So just, and also just, you know, keeping with that healthy mindset of just trying to, you know, move forward in health and longevity, I think. So totally,
0: totally. That's that. I love it. We also have, we each have three little things we would like to um, leave behind Mm. or, or maybe readjust, shall we say? Um, I think. What if we just each say our three with brief explainers, and then we can react as, as right. like a, an ending, a little a little bow on top of the package, if you will. I love it. Um, my three are, I mean, as Deb kind of hinted out earlier, I want to figure out like how to have a healthier relationship with my technology, phone being the biggest one now both of us are in creative fields slash we have this creative podcast slash yeah. we're social people who live across the country from many of our friends mm-hmm. um and so i understand that this is like a good like the phones do us good in these areas shall they we do. say but i we're think not just eliminating like, them no 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 not at all but i think just like creating healthy sustainable habits that i yes. like feel good about because while i have like cut phone usage in certain areas like i I don't think that I couldn't tell you the last time I like felt good about my phone usage. You know what I mean? Um, which is a very millennial issue to have, but nonetheless, one that I'm like, okay, you've got a lot going on. We're working on again, health and wealth. That's the whole thing. Health and wealth. And the phone needs to like take a real backseat for the sake of probably both of these things. Yeah. Um, my next one is just like how I prioritize relationships. I one thing I know about myself that I like really try hard to maintain is I know I am a good friend. Like I am a a good friend. I am solid. I am reliable. Um, I act on that. Um, And I think sometimes as an extroverted person who knows they're a good friend, if someone's like, oh my gosh, you should hang out with this person. I'm immediately inclined to be like, of course. And I am like welcoming. Like I do want people to feel loved and welcome. And then sometimes you just like don't click with someone on a friendship level. Right. And, but I think since it's not like, I mean, unlike dating where it's very easy to be like, okay, bye. Like on friends, you're like, you could never have too many friends. Like, and what if they need a friend? Like, I have a service that I can fill. You know what I mean? Like you kind of puff yourself up in the fact of like, but this mutual friend, what if it's weird? They want us to be friends. We should be friends. Like, or Mm -hmm. I met them and they want to be. Here's the deal. I think you need to prioritize your relationships. And I do the same thing of like. I need to like not feel bad about prioritizing relationships kind of further down on the list that do yeah. not serve me in the same way. Not that relationships are there to serve you, but they should be a two-way street. And it shouldn't yes. be because of obligation or guilt or the fact that you just happen to be very extroverted and run yourself out <laughs> of steam at the end of the day. Right. Um, but I think just making sure I'm continuing to lean into those friendships that do um, like provide for me emotionally and right. relationally and obviously again like maintain welcomeness maintain kindness to other people but not feel like I have to be everyone's close friend because I don't know about you but that is exhausting like I'm not trying to fill up the 50 states with a friend of Lily Moe's like this it's getting ridiculous um so that's my second one and then my last one I like I'm trying to figure out how to like phrase this but I think And as Devin and I mentioned earlier, like, this could probably be set on the other end of the spectrum, depending on how you phrase it, of, like, Mm -hmm. what you want to add. But I have just been very, like, I guess, like, called to have, like, a a service of abundance um, for other people, for the like people in my house, for people who are from church, people who are not from church, like just like to really continue to like bring people together and like serve people and provide space for people. Um, And that is one of the reasons like my current apartment with its convenience is really important for me to keep. Um, But I do think that's where I'm like, that takes logistical resources, right? That takes time and that takes money to serve in big ways. And I, as someone who has kind of a poverty mindset sometimes, um, that can like, I, I want that hiccup to like completely go away. Like I trust totally. the Lord of my finances and I want this to be an area towards like the Lord gives abundantly. And I feel as though I have been called to give abundantly, especially in this season of my life in certain ways um, mm-hmm. to like bringing groups of people together and like just continue to do that, like without fear of financial repercussions. And I say that as like a financially very responsible person. So not to say that I'm like drowning the bank account over here, but yeah. you know what I mean? Like I want to be able to like
1: Right, right, right. Okay.
0: we we'll just continue to do because like, if yeah. that was like what the Lord's put on my heart, like do that with like unabashedness, I guess you could say. Totally. Totally.
1: No, I think that, I think those are all so good. Um, what strikes me, I think about the last one that you said is, um, obviously Isaac and I were attending a church in New York and we were con- initially intending to continue our time to that church. Cause we were planning to come back to it. But, mm-hmm. um, due to like the cir- circumstances here where like, we just felt like our community here really could benefit from some of those like t- finances and whatnot we kind of like reallocated and reassessed because we had a um, sudden death and like there was just a lot of just like people who just like could really use some love and like yeah um just t- you know things in the meantime and so i think it was really cool to be able to like have some opportunity some funding to to be able to contribute to that and that was a really unique opportunity for us to be able to shift our mindset a little bit to like you mm-hmm. know what like maybe we need to be a little bit more present here and understand that like there are opportunities here for us to impact um the community and impact like where people are at and be a blessing uh so i do think that that is really cool that you're kind of now looking at that in a way where it's like it's not necessarily like you know what exactly what's going on but kind of paying more attention to like what is the spirit of giving and how can i be a steward of that you know and totally. how can i how can i be a steward of what the lord has given me you know in mm-hmm. a way that fills your soul because that's that's an opportunity for you Absolutely. and him to connect ultimately you know yeah. which i think is really unique and a lot of a lot of times the, people miss that point you know when it yeah. comes to giving and tithing because it's really scary um but i think that you're approaching it in a really unique way and i love that um ah. so Thanks. Nice. Huge, huge fan. What are
0: uh, what are the three things that you are leaving behind this season? Okay.
1: So I'm gonna be honest, two of mine are I'm really coming up on the spot here because um <laughs> I was having a hard Good. time coming up with things. But the first one that I premeditated was um giving myself some kind of on the other end of the spectrum, giving myself some grace with finances. Totally. Um, I feel like uh, because Isaac and I have made such like so many big moves like recently and just like the sense that we got married and, you know, like had a honeymoon and then I was laid off. And then he, you know, we're like trying to figure out this whole new life stage of like saving and getting out of debt as much as we can, which is a huge motivator to why we Mm -hmm. um, ended up relocating to California um, just so we could have like a cushion and and be able to move forward in some of our financial goals uh, without having that hanging over us. But I think it's kind of being in that frugality mindset, kind of like you said, or that poverty mindset for the last four months and then having to make a move and pay for all the movers and kind of like still feeling like you're still catching up. I think I've had a really hard time, like having grace for like the expenses that come up unexpectedly or like, you know, it's getting into wedding season, like trying to budget Mm -hmm. for gifts or trying to like feeling like what I have isn't enough or feeling like. I can never quite like figure out my budget, you know, so just trying to give myself grace in a season where it's like, listen, this is meant to be a fruitful season. This is not meant to be like a season of like impoverished statehood, you know, like we're in California, so it's kind of hard to, hard to look that way when you have a (laughs) gorgeous pool in the backyard, but um (laughs) but it is one of those things where it's like, I think there's just like a grace that does kind of need to come in and kind of be like, okay, you know what? Like you went and got a juice and a coffee today. It's okay. It's not Mm -hmm. a big deal. You know? Like, and I think that that's just something that's so funny because it's something that like I, for some reason, I'm always like, what, why? I don't need to do that. I don't need to go do that. I actually had to actively drive myself to go get those things. What am I doing? You know, when in reality, it's really not that big of a deal. Um, the other one is kind of a like metaphorical theoretical um situation, but I think I'm giving up excuses. I love it. I think I'm giving up excuses. I like to make excuses for myself, for other people. And I think that, quite frankly, like we just don't need we don't need to do that. We don't need to do that for ourselves. We can be honest with ourselves. Mm-hmm. We also don't need to make excuses for other people. We don't need to over explain. We don't need to, like understand every nook and cranny. Um, and I think that that comes to like making excuses for myself on why I'm not running after this, I was supposed to run, uh, two miles. I'm going to probably run around the block, but I'm still going to run and that's okay. Um, but like, just like n- not being passive, you know, and like right. also recognizing when other people are being passive and you kind of trying to like, you know, cushion them a little bit. Well, it's okay. They're, you know, they're going through this thing or like, okay, yeah. it's, you know, it's going through this thing. It's like, no, I just don't, you don't need to make up a reason why they're being that way. Just right. let it be. And let them explain themselves or or not. And you can make a decision from there. Um, so I'm giving up excuses. Really meta. But there we are. <laughs> I um, and I think I'm also, I, this is also maybe going to be a little bit meta just because that's where I'm at right now and all my ponderings of life. Um, but I think I'm giving up a little bit of like this pressure in my brain to just like be good at everything. Mm-hmm. I never have been that kid, so I don't know why I suddenly like in this last two years feel like I yeah. i feel like I've needed to like have a bit of that. Like, well, I need to be good at podcasting. I need to be good at my job and I need to be good at this new job that I have that I totally don't understand half mm-hmm. the tools they use. And I want to take up painting, so I need to be good at painting. I want to get back into writing, so I have to be good at writing. Like all these kinds of things that just like are so not the point of doing the things, you right. know? Yeah. Um, and I just never, I, I'm a person that like never had a thing. I would say in like high school, I was the kid that was like friends with everybody in all the different mediums of life. I did dance class. I did theater. I did choir. I was hanging out with the skater kids. Like I did all those things. So I feel like I've kind of then taken on this whole, like, well, now I'm just going to try everything and be good at everything. And yeah. I don't think that's I don't think that's sustainable. So I think that's something that I'm like, okay, I need to also walk into this new season of my life knowing that I don't have to be good at everything. And if I can be good at one thing, awesome. But I don't even have to be good at that one thing. I can just do the things that I love and they'll be fruitful no matter what, because mm-hmm. I like them and because they're enjoyable to me. So um those are my three. I love it. I think those are great Thank answers. Thank you. A little bit on the fly. So if that didn't make sense. I apologize. No, I Take think those are very, uh, very applicable
0: to everybody too.
1: I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. I think that one of the reasons we wanted to do this podcast was just bring some relatability. I think um, yeah. we are humans and we talk about very like random human things. And I think that that's so fun. But also I think we love to be practical and we love to give actual Action items for ourselves yeah. as accountability, but also for other people if it's helpful for them. So mm-hmm. we love a reset. Yeah. We love a we reset. We do. We are true wellness
0: girls. <laughs> yeah, we are wellness girls we through
1: and through. <laughs> love. A, we will not. You won't see us doing yoga every day. You won't see us doing a get ready with me routine. But you will see us chatting about
0: whatever wellness topic. is <laughs> Constantly on our evaluating or <laughs> constantly reevaluating. Yeah,
1: one hundred percent. I love everything. It. That's uh, who we are. That's well, who we are. Anyways, any other thoughts to add?
0: I don't think so. I'm ready to start running around like a chicken with my head cut off. I I feel like yeah. the sun is we're, coming. We're out. gearing up. Yeah, I have some weddings to get to. We I have do. social events. I'm I'm here for it. I'm ready to go. I can.
1: I feel like you're like a daffodil that's coming out of like the the ground in New York. Oh, you know, honestly, every year
0: on. um like the spring daylight savings i get a text from an old coworker who's like a winter person um he really loves the winter this is a a gloomy day a rainy day guy um and i could not be more opposite obviously and every year on daylight savings he texts me he's like enjoy your extra hour of sunlight you gremlin every year and it's my like since we've stopped working together and he can't tell my person it's my it's my favorite text i love that i love it because i really am like I know a 7 p.m. sunset. I'm coming to full Here we fruition. are. I'm coming
1: to life.
0: I'm back. I'm back, mm-hmm. baby.
1: I yeah, love that. Exactly. That's awesome. It's but true, I think though. that's
0: really everything for us. Yeah, that's it. Great review, follow.
1: Yeah, do the things. If you have any wellness habits that you want to leave behind, any, you know, habits that you want to bring into this new season, please let us know. We love hearing about them. We love getting yeah. messages from you guys. Um, and yeah. That's really it. Really it though. Yeah, well, take a look at that (laughs) though.
0: Bye! (laughs) Bye! (laughs)